Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. We have a very special episode here today. We have two people. Usually on Slice of Healthcare, we only have one. So we have two, which is pretty cool. Uh, Double the fun, right, is what that means. And we're going to focus on how to succeed with virtual care. Two special guests. Um, We have the uh, co-founder and CEO of Healy and the CTO of Percy Health. I'll let them both introduce themselves. Um, Yosef, we'll start with you, and then we'll, we'll kick it over to Patty. Thank you, Jared. Uh, thanks for, for inviting me. Um, I'm Yosef, I'm one of the two co-founders of, of Healy, and um, I'm mostly in charge of anything that doesn't have to do with coding, basically. I'm the, I'm the business development slash sales slash product guy uh, between me and my partner. And then uh, Patty... Um, you haven't been on the show before, so if you don't mind giving us your background, um, you're, you're the CTO of Percy Health, but then also give us a quick overview of Percy Health and we'll, we'll dive in. Yeah, of course. So firstly, thank you for, for inviting me to, to be on and uh, talk about Percy. So yeah, I'm, I'm Paddy Rehill, I'm the CTO of Percy Health. Uh, Percy, Percy Health was, our tagline really is uh, no symptoms should, should, should go untreated. But that, that really is specifically on the cancer patients in the cancer space. So, so we, we have you can, you can kind of describe a problem in in two ways: there's a supply and a, and a de, de, demand issue. So let's talk about the demand issue first. So, in the UK, we're we're very lucky here to have one of the best healthcare systems in the in the world. And uh, when it comes to, to cancer care and oncology, again, one, one of the best. Uh, and and that that sort of cancer pathway will, will end once you've been told hopefully you have a conversation that says uh, congratulations Mr. Smith we, we we're pleased to say that you're in remission or you're now clear of, of, of cancer and uh, you no longer need to be in our care and uh, that's that's great news but often as you can expect it doesn't take too much of an imagination to imagine look the the, the psychological uh, physical and obviously practical uh issues that are, are, that they're going through right and, and these are little things that, that go through every single day of their life right so as simple as i'm eating meat is there too much protein in it is this protein going to cause my tumor to come back or i'm doing some exercise i've got scars or surgery am i am i allowed to do this is this going to think make things worse at least there's the the, the micro transactions of daily life that are affected that there there isn't good support for that basically uh the the nhs we believe doesn't do a good job of that, or if it does, it varies massively on where you are in in the UK. So, so that that kind of is like the what we think is the, the demand problem, uh, and then, and then the supply problem is that um, we want to connect people to allied health professionals, people like dietitians, psychologists, physiotherapists, who who can help address them aforementioned symptoms, physical, practical, and so on. Um, but but not with a with a specialism in oncology. So a dietitian who has a specialism in oncology who understands the impacts of treatments that you would have gone through. They understand when they see your case file, they've they've had this type of diagnosis and this sort of treatment, and they they have a very good understanding of uh, what specific advice they can give within their profession, the the best intervention that would help help that person. So uh, what we've done is basically try to democratize the access. So that's where the digital healthcare comes in to, to, to bring all that content uh, and access online. And um, 
uh, basically lower the barrier, barrier of entry, make it easier both from a uh, access perspective but also from a cost perspective as well. And so that in a few sentences is basically what we're what we're what we're trying to do. It's something that most people haven't seen, and that's that's a good thing. But if you have been through it, it's a massive impact. And and uh, you know we've we've had amazing feedback from from uh, many 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 people that we've that we've helped. And so the initial focus, so your, your initial focus and want to start this company, what, what really led you to want to, you know, dedicate so much of your, your time, your life to building out this company. And then I guess this is two parts. When, when you started this company, what were some of the early challenges and then where did this relationship, which, you know, you're, you're working with Healy, how did that come to be? Um, and then we'll, we'll kick it over to, to Yosef to, to talk more about how, how you're helping that relationship. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think the best way to, to describe why we're doing this, or the, the impact we're doing this, is, is probably to summarize where we got our first round of investment. So I think the easiest way to, ex, to kind of explain to anyone how much of a gap this is in the market uh, is this. The top... Uh, oncologists, cancer professionals in the UK were the ones that raised the first million pounds that went into Percy. So nothing says I believe that this is a gap than oncologists themselves, the people who are at the core of this, who who understand this better than anyone saying, I am happy to part with my own money to to see that this business has grown and that that you can help these patients because they see them every day and the gap is is just unbelievable. And um, I hope that that illustrates kind of the, the the size of the problem, and and that's why we 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 want to help, and that's that's why I'm in the business. That's why uh, we we kind of ex- exist. Uh, our earliest challenges, um, I think, as most startups, is is really we've we've got the we've got the the demand. We've we're building the supply. We our co-founders have had an excellent network of of professionals in the UK. But it was like, how do we actually create that sort of go-to-market strategy, right? How do we, uh, where's the payers, basically? In, in the UK, it's, it's a public healthcare system. And so people aren't paying at the point of use. So it was around how to maintain the free access to the point of use, but obviously that there has to be a payer somewhere. And so we've we've gone down the kind of employer uh, employer route and that that's worked really well for us at the moment so and we're continuing to expand that to hospitals and um, insurers uh, like income protection people there's lots of parties that that are, I want to support their their clients in uh, improving their lifestyle returning to work and, and things like that so that that still is is a challenge that kind of product market fit and the strategy that we have um but I think that leads quite nicely into well the solution and and how we actually try to implement it is like for me as CTO I'm taking a step back and thinking right we have very limited resource in terms of time and money we want to test the pathways the experience uh, we want to really test and build that not a booking platform or a scheduling platform or a messaging platform that's not where the difference we're going to make um so that that kind of quite early on in the journey of trying to find well how do we actually build this out um you know it, it was it was a natural solution to see well how can we find some uh 
platform that we can join into or use some APIs that we can budge together. There was there was lots of different options that we had, and then um, then we came across across Healy, who have their their white label product, and so uh, the, the the synergies, hopefully, from what I've described so far, are, are quite clear, right? So there's a white label solution that that is a well established platform doing thousands and thousands of appointments a day, uh, you know. It, and it's flexible, scalable, and customizable to the bits that we want to change, right? We don't want to change the how scheduling works. We want to change the care that people get and the order in which they they can um, see professionals, get the right information, um, and, and make themselves feel heard but get the help that they need. That's the bit we want to add on top. That's the bit that makes us unique. And I, I would argue that that's actually where the industry should be going, and I think that's probably where it's previously gone wrong. And I can see this kind of, it's a bit of a slow motion car crash. I'm seeing other people making the same things. Like I, 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 I do think the industry needs to switch over to bring what makes you unique. Don't just rebuild a, a healthcare platform that just does payments and bookings and things like that. Well, Yosef, uh, that must warm your heart when you hear this is where the industry <laughs> yes. should go. Why would people want to do it some other way? <laughs> like these are all the, the nice checks that uh, I'm sure you like to hear. Um, and, and you've you've probably seen, you know, you, you've dealt with the problems that that Patty uh, discussed both internally. Right. But externally, you hear these these problems from these um, organizations that you work with. But talk us through, um, you know, the, these problems that you're helping these digital health companies solve. I think Patty alluded to, to many of them. Um, and then just the for this piece of it right just how common are those early growth um problems that patty was talking about in terms of you have limited resource technically um talk us through like how often you see that situation with with digital health companies um yes uh, as patty described you know the process that they uh, uh had gone through um it's fair to say that um, maybe 90% of, of a particular type of prospects and clients that, that come to us. Um, it's fair to say that they have the same build or buy dilemma. Maybe they are a little further down the road. They have tried to either build something in-house or, you know, this slow motion car crash that, <laughs> that Patty mentioned, or maybe they have tried to patch together like a combination of point solutions, or maybe uh, they they did the research and um, um, they decided to actually buy and not build. But I think that this boils down um, the problem that that we're solving because um, at, the, at the point where um, when when Percy Health uh, came to us, at this point we already had the platform, our own platform, because we are in a way, eating our, our own dog food, built out. We were already seeing um, massive traffic. I mean, that's the same technology, that's the same backbone that we provide uh, to clients. It's powering our, our own platform. And of course, I mean, no software is ever 100% ready, but it's fair to say that at this point, we had already... Figure out the figured out the basics. Like okay, so if we if we um, um, divide it into scheduling, patient intake, and telehealth, um, this is this is what each of these components uh, should include. This is the feature set 
that makes sense uh, in terms of basics. Uh, and um, we just decided based on, you know, the natural demand that we started to see um, because of the way the platform was conceived, why don't we um, implement this, uh, make it possible to have this white label approach, which would allow these uh, all these clients to really focus on uh, what they're good at, like the medical aspect, the patient journey, how they provide care, how they connect providers to patients, instead of trying to reinvent the wheel um, in a way. And of course, the other important aspect is that, yes, the basics are the same. So when it comes to scheduling, you have a schedule, you have calendar. When it comes to telehealth, you have two parties, but then you have some differences. Uh, from a therapeutic area to another, from a client to another. So uh, we are we were striving to um, enable such enhancements and uh, like really rearrange the the blocks of care uh, within each and every universe, or as we call them, replicas. But um, yeah, it all starts regardless, by the way, of provider size and really even type. We are seeing the same thing uh, with uh, more traditional healthcare providers like hospitals. They, they want to add a digital modality to their care delivery. So in a way, it is the same. Why uh, use an EHR to do that? Uh, why, why try to twist the internal workings of, of the calendar of the EHR when you can have the patient facing scheduling that's built precisely for that uh, so um, yeah that's uh, that's how I would describe it and what's what's next for Percy and how does that how, how does this relationship continue to I guess evolve what what, is, what do you envision it looking like on your end Patty so uh, we, we kind of alluded to earlier we, we we've really working with employers uh, but we want to open it up to to insurers and hospitals and things like that, and it, it, as we as we get more um, integrated into larger partners, they want to have smoother entry points, smoother workflows, and uh, it basically allows us to create a more a more customized journey for our for our users. Our our internal kind of uh, north star is to is to create basically personalized bespoke. Um, journeys for our customers so that we're, we're solving the problems they're bringing us and we have the data to back up that people have come in like them and we've given them the the, the care they need on the platform we've, we've got evidence to show that we can uh, that we can help them and so it's the the convergence of two entry points and actually how we want to personalize on the platform is is kind of where we want to head and um uh we, we we're doing that by uh basically enhancing the product more and more and more. And, and that happens through kind of two ways. Uh, one is actually a lot of the design and development function happens internally at, at, at Percy. And we have a really great relationship with, with Healy who can actually develop these changes. But where I see that kind of moving is, is basically opening up basically more of the platform so that we can bring some of our resources in to work on the stuff that's very specific to us. And um, uh, yeah, basically the, the, the in continuing development of, of uh, customization and um, it, the development of greater APIs and more uh, uh, 
a, a maturity of the framework, essentially of the Healy framework, to allow us to do to 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 do more and more uh, personalized, specific, specific journeys through through the platform. And I guess in these future growth plans, as you're expanding, um, Yosef, what what is your favorite part about working with companies like Percy? I mean, you get to see them grow. I'm sure that's one of the cool parts, but uh, and also you get to see some big impacts, right? Um, what excites you about Percy moving forward? Um, by far, what has been very exciting and basically very, very helpful and refreshing compared to you know other uh, cases and other clients that that uh, that we've had and we're having is the fact that we have a, a counterpart um, in the face of of, of Patty uh, in the face of the wider team. Uh, because as, as Betty just described, um, the the process of enhancing the product inevitably, and this is something that we will be trying to uh, change and improve, but inevitably involves you know us um, sitting down, understanding the business need, understanding the designs that they provide, and basically um, developing developing these uh, th- these enhancements. So it's invaluable when you have um, uh, a counterpart who would know us a thing or two, not just about the medical aspect of things, but basically about how um, software development works. Um, so this is this is really um, this is really uh, um, something that's that's been very 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 important. Um, and um, to what Patty just mentioned. Um, Obviously, with you know the um, more and more enhancements will be needed. More and more workflows should be should we we would need to accommodate. So we are trying to uh, make it uh, to to enable uh, uh, Percy and not not just Percy but clients as a whole to bring in their own um, dev resources. We're opening up the APIs, adding more and more endpoints. Um, and even making it possible for each and every particular particular client to extend, uh, to have a setup where they can extend the feature set themselves, uh, because this is the this is a viable way um, to really scale this um, this uh, this scale the the platform in a meaningful in a meaningful fashion. Well. Uh, I want to thank you both once again for for joining me here on the podcast today, sharing your story, talking about how you're working together, how you're growing together, I should say, not just working together. And uh, wish you both the best of luck. Continue, uh, We'll continue to follow up with uh, what you're both building, where you're at, and hopefully we can have you on the show again in the near future. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jared. Thanks for having us. 